Hi everyone, welcome to the Stay Hungry podcast. Today we're talking about the power of the podcast. And I should say we've got a very special guest. Paige, <laughs> welcome to the Stay Hungry podcast. Thank you for having me. So, I guess for the listeners, do you want to explain how we know each other? Sure. So uh, I became a virtual assistant about three years ago, and um, I kind of found a niche with the booking guests on podcasts mm -hmm. as a part of their advertising um, marketing campaigns. And it's been really successful for some of my clients. And um, during that journey, I found your show and I've been offering some guests to you and it's been working out wonderfully. So this has been an awesome partnership. Yeah, yeah, you've sent some really cool guests that way. So that's been that's been exciting. So how did you find our show? Um, I think it was just through a Google search. I had a couple of um, marketing clients that were interested in being on marketing shows, and I do a lot of research when I'm building their lists. Um, and just through outreach, I reached out to you guys, and you were like, "Yeah, let's do it." So that's awesome. I remember. Um, Chris Thomas was one of the early guests and yes. uh, our podcast went from reasonably successful to insane after we had him on the show. Um, and yeah, that was like, okay, this is, this is pretty serious now. So, <laughs> so what brings you here? Um, so I am a virtual assistant. I recently, I was working with a agency. Um, they would find me leads and I would work with those clients and I recently broke off and I'm doing my own thing now. So, um, just trying to chat, learn, get exposure, do all the things. Yeah. So, um, you were kind enough to ask me to be here today and I was like, let's do it. Cause like, like we mentioned, I feel like I know you after all this yeah, time yeah. And you know, we, working we, through email and we, <laughs> owe you one as well that was that was that's where I am with it and uh so like saying that like it feels like we know each other one of the things you did when we launched our book you took our book on holiday with you and uh you posted a, a really nice picture of it in, in a in a sunny yeah. scene and um that blew up too that was like wow their books in the tropics <laughs> it was yeah that was awesome so yeah I'm very grateful I thought I'd give that a shout out whilst we here. Yeah, it was, um, I was heading out on vacation with some girlfriends and, you know, I, I knew kind of the flight was going to be a couple hours. So, um, I'm always trying to take what little downtime I have between being a business owner and being a mom and, um, learn something new. Mm. And I was like, if these guys are putting out a book, I have to get it and I have to hear what they have to say. So, um, I, I read it on my flight there. I read it on my flight back. Um, I've read it a couple of times since then. No but way. Yeah, I love it because it's just so many good tidbits of marketing. But for people that maybe are new to marketing and can understand like the way you break it down and the way you um, explain it and how it's applied is really awesome. Because if you're not, you know, well versed in the marketing space, it's definitely something that you can still read and understand and actionable steps to apply it yeah. which is phenomenal so it's a great tool yeah that was that was the plan all along even for kind of business owners of relatively big businesses they don't want all the terminology they don't want all the um 
the mystique of marketing. They just want somebody to cut through the bullshit and, and tell them tell them what it is. And we I mean, you know, we, we exposed ourselves by doing that to an extent, but that was that's the that's the point. It's like, well, yeah, there's no secrets. This is what we do. If you've got yeah. the inclination, the time and the energy to do it yourself, good for you. Go and do it. If you haven't, come and speak to us. And that's Exactly. And I'm, I'm kind of old school where I love a book. Mm -hmm. I love to hold it. I love to highlight. I like to write notes and it's just something about it where I can just pick it up when I have time and read about it instead of like, Oh, you have to be on this webinar at a certain time and there's a bunch of people and you can't ask questions or whatever. I just, I love just grabbing a book and reading it. So that was uh that was nice. for me that was awesome okay so i can get you on this now chapter one is all about niching and you've mm-hmm. uh you've just gone solo what what's your niche so i am i'm a podcast um person so i uh am booking people on shows i'm helping with doing social media for shows i have a partner he does the editing and then i'll do like audiograms and show notes and that sort of thing and i you know i there i work with another virtual assistant um she's a good friend of mine and she likes to do the admin and calendar and bookkeeping but i'm more of like a creative mm-hmm. so i love doing the podcast stuff and i love um doing the social media stuff where i can have a creative outlet and you know design and do stuff like that so um and there's a lot of need for that i feel yeah. like as well because people um they know podcasts are awesome. They know it's good exposure, but some of them don't realize like they wake up one day and they're like, I want to have a podcast, but how much work goes into a podcast between the editing and getting the show out there and the show notes and tagging people and making sure, you know, it's out on time and the schedule. I mean, there's just like a lot that goes into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just kind of how much you need to have in the bag all the time, because you never know when, a recording might get cancelled or um, somebody will be ill or something happens at work. And, yeah. you know, like I think we're two and a half months ahead on on our output now, which is, is, is great. Probably the best position we've ever been in. But it's, yeah, it's, it's a big yeah. thing. So, so what's made you um, so passionate about podcasts? Um, I just think... I've seen so much success with my clients that do it. You know, if they can put aside the 30 minutes to an hour and have that conversation, it is so rewarding. And they, they've seen so much success from it, um, rather than doing, you know, some other kind of marketing campaigns, um, you know, outside of spending that hour on your time and paying me a little to find you podcasts and bookings. I mean, it's really a great investment and you can repurpose the content over and over. You can, um, you build that relationship, you meet new audiences. Um, so I just find it to be like very rewarding for my clients. They Mm -hmm. love it. They really enjoy that conversation too. And, um, I've just seen a lot of positivity come from it. So yeah, yeah, and it's it's evergreen. I think that, like, from a marketing yeah. standpoint, it's there forever. So you know, yeah. I I had a meeting last week with somebody, and they raised a point um, that came up in a podcast two years ago, 
and I had no idea what they were talking about. But that which isn't great. But they still came for the meeting, so it was. Yeah, it, yeah. it can be a really powerful tool, and you know, it's particularly if you're in business terms, if you're if everything you say you stand by, if you're if you're someone who runs your business by your values, if you if you have you know core values and a, and a set of ethics. It's not going to hurt you that you've been, you, there's material out there for years and years and years. It's it's a really powerful tool that kind of does it for you. Yeah, absolutely. And just repurposing it over and over, you know, yeah. like taking that podcast from two years ago, as long as it still applies and you still stand by it, you can make audiograms, you can put it out on social media again, you can reference it. So yeah, there's a lot of bang for your buck for yeah. doing a, you know, one hour podcast episode for sure. Yeah, definitely. So what what's next for you? What does business look like now? So I'm always thinking about what's next because I'm just an entrepreneur at heart and I love helping business owners. I love a small business. Um, so what I've done recently is I've worked with my friend. Um, she's another virtual assistant and we've come up with a guide that we're selling for anyone that's interested in becoming a virtual assistant. Um, so it's like three booklets and the first booklet is how to prepare yourself to become a virtual assistant, what that looks like, kind of a day in the life and just something that somebody can read over to make sure it's a good fit for Mm -hmm. them. Um, the other booklet is about how to get your first client networking, um, how to prepare for your first phone call questions to ask notes to take. Um, and then the last one is setting up your business. So are you going to have a website? Are you going to set up a business entity? Um, you know, how are people going to contact you? All the things that people need to know when starting a business, if they've never done it before Mm -hmm. and to have confidence to take that first step. I think that was something that I worked with a agency for a really long time, just because I didn't know if I could do it. And I didn't have that resource that, um, you know, I would have to do all the research on my own to figure out what the heck I was doing. Cause I've never started a business before, but with these booklets, you get a lot of that um, base information to go off of. And it's a really good starting point. And then you can move forward having that confidence. Like, yes, I know what I need to do. I know how to approach a client. I know how to get started, you know, find my niche. What services am I going to offer? How am I going to build them? You know, it's just all of the things that we've learned. I've had over 65 clients in the past three years. So it's all my lessons and my mistakes and my secrets, you know, in these booklets so they can get started. You know, there's a lot of people that want to make a change, um, stay at home moms. That's how I got started. Um, even if they just want to do it for like a side hustle, they have their regular job. And then at night they just want to do a couple, have a couple social media clients or do something like that. It gives them the opportunity to kind of get started. So nice. So how, how are people going to be able to get hold of these? So, um, if you go to my website, pageonlineva.com, um, there's a link there where you can purchase it. We're also going to, in the new year, we're going to offer a subscription, um, to ask us any questions. We're going to go, we're going to do live Q and A's. You can meet other virtual assistants, um, 
I think that's a really big piece of it too, because when you work remotely, you can kind of feel like you're on an island a little bit. And if you have questions, you don't really know who to go to. So um, that's going to be really affordable. It's going to be like $3.99 a month um, to have access to tools and resources and ask your question. So we're really excited. That's so cool. That's so cool. So back to the topic at hand, podcasts. When you get a new client, and they are exploring podcasts for the first time. How how do you brief them in terms of what to expect? What what's going to happen? Yeah. So um, when I was with the agency, I did uh, podcast coaching services. So I basically did a Zoom call like we're doing right now, and I broke down how to be prepared for the the interview. Yeah. So I like for them to. Um, have at least three stories that tie to a lesson that tie to a call to action. So, um, they, you know, the story is important because it builds that connection with the audience. Like I was struggling, but I got through it. The lesson and the overall thing that I learned that I want you to learn from this is to do X, Y, and Z. And if you need help with that, here's my website to continue the conversation. So I like them to have three, sometimes five, because um, they might be on a wide range of categories for podcasts. And some might be business, some might be real estate, some might be a working dad, you know, and not all the stories are going to apply. So having that as like, not necessarily a script, but to be prepared, you know, to answer questions and to have that call to action is important because sometimes you get on a call and you just start talking and all of a sudden the conversation has moved to something completely different. And then the show is over and you're like, I didn't even get to talk about, you know, the lesson or do my call to action or anything. And it's over, you know, so making the most of your time when you're on that show is really, um, a big part of the coaching and being prepared for the interview. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, ultimately this is storytelling. That's Mm -hmm. as is all marketing, but I think, yeah, our worst guests, which have not come from you, just to be clear, um, (laughs) They don't even know what's about to happen. They come, they come on the podcast, and I think um, in their minds they have kind of ideas about radio interviews, or um, maybe they're hoping that they can ask me questions. And then they come on the podcast, and I'm like, okay, so who are you, and why do people care? <laughs> and and they uh, help me, help where. Actually, like we've just done, I haven't sent you questions beforehand. There's no script to this. We're just having a natural conversation about why you do what you do and how you are an authority to help people with that. And I think if you can nail that, it doesn't matter whether you're going into a podcast, into an interview, into uh, speaking on stage, a networking environment. If you can nail that like you said three stories that all link to the same call to action that'll set you up for life yep 
Yeah. What I also like to do for clients that haven't been on a show before, um, or even ones that have, I will send them once I get a booking, you know, solidified in their calendar the night before a couple nights before I will send them, um, the name of the show, the name of the host, the hosts LinkedIn or bio. If I have it the last three episodes and I encourage them to listen to it, to understand the flow and how the conversation is presented. Um, the summary of the podcast so that they can hopefully review that and get set up, you know, to know, uh, be prepared, you know, cause some hosts don't send over questions and it is very casual, but that could be a little nerve wracking as well for the guests. So I like to make sure that they have everything they need to go in with confidence and be able to have that conversation and have it be, um, you know, like productive. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I can I completely relate to that. We have we've had some guests that desperately want us to send them questions beforehand, and then we have some guests who that's the worst thing ever because it turns them into a robot and they don't want to come across robotic. And yeah. and so I kind of I don't I don't wing it, but I'm pretty much winging it. It's it's <laughs> like I'm used to what I ask. I'm used to the flow, and and I want it to be kind of a bit spontaneous. I want. I want people to show their personalities. I don't want to hear their pre-recorded script. And it's, you know, it's interesting, like you were saying about reading our book on the flight and then you read it on the flight back. I'd have never have got that out of you if you knew that question was coming. And right. so what's your favorite outcome from a podcast client so far? Um, just the, the building of the relationships and the connections that they make and, you know, they become almost like friends with the hosts. Yeah. I just love that. And I'm, I'm all about, you know, small business and connections and building that community and that, um, network. And so if they can, if they can have a conversation like we're having and continue that relationship to me, that's a huge win. Yes. Getting them booked on the podcast is great, but Let's continue on from that hour, you know, let's partner together. Let's have another conversation. Let me, you know, send this out to my email list and get you some, you know, recognition and, um, send more people to your page. Like, let's just build on this. And that's really rewarding for my clients, for me to see. Um, cause that's, that's just what I want to do. I want to send them more people, more community, um, more sales you know so that's what's really been rewarding yeah no that's awesome i think i think you know you're essentially working in marketing you you call yourself a virtual assistant but i think you might actually be a freelance marketer if you don't mind me saying Um, yeah absolutely but um yeah relationship building is 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 what it's all about i you know as a host I'm trying to build a relationship with my guest. I'm trying to build a relationship with my audience. I'm trying to build a relationship with my audience's audience. It's uh, I'm trying to build a relationship with my guest's audience. It's it's all those things. And then off the back of that, near enough, and this is the power of a podcast, every episode, somebody at some point will reference it to me. They, It might be someone I don't know. It might be someone I know really well. It might be the guests themselves it might be an existing client but it suddenly you've got all those touch points from 30 minutes of audio that 
with other forms of marketing would take you years to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I love about a podcast is how flexible it is to listen to for an audience. You can put it on in the car. You can put it on. I love like just putting my headphones in and taking my dog for a walk and listening to a show and learning something instead of, you know, having to read it myself necessarily. I do like books too, but if I'm on the go, I just like to put it on in my car, you know, and if I have a long drive, listen to a podcast or listen to audio book or something like that. I'm always like learning because as you know, in marketing, it's always moving and shifting and improving and changing. And so if you're not staying on top of it, like you're going to be left behind. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's it. You know, I, so sometimes things change day to day, let alone month to month. And podcasts are a brilliant way to just constantly be consuming something without it interrupting your day. Although I did read something the other day. Uh, I opened a book to read at the weekend, and the first page said, uh, because you've bought this book, you can have the audio book for 99 cents. Um, And we advise that you listen to the audio book at the same time as reading it, and you'll, you'll absorb it much quicker. Wow. I was like, that's cool. That's a cool tip. But then it prompted me that I need to make an audio book of my own book, if that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be the next step. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those sort of on the to-do list things that definitely needs to happen. Um, I just worry about, you know, I'm like this rural English guy. Is the, is this the voice of the audiobook? Do you know do you know what I mean? So Yeah, I think it is. Be authentic as possible. Yeah, I love sure. it. Yeah. So what kind of guests uh, you know, what kind of clients are you working with right now? Um, I do a lot with real estate. So mm-hmm. real estate investors, um, realtors, real estate agents. Um, that's like a huge space for podcasts that I have found. And then um, anyone in like coaching, there's a ton yeah. of coaching podcasts out there. So if it's, um, you know, self-improvement coaching, business coaching, um, I just had an Enneagram client, you know, she helps people with productivity, stuff like that. So I think think her episode might have gone out on our podcast today. Yeah, Aaron. (laughs) Yes. Um, So those are kind of the two spaces that I'm in coaching and real estate have been really successful. So sure. That reminds me coaching wise. I need to send you an email, probably not for the podcast, but um, yeah, I know, I know someone you need to to get in touch with. So that's cool. Um, Right. So how does someone who maybe is brilliant at what they do, um, but never talked about it before? So how do they go from meeting you to being a guest on a podcast that's listened to all over the world? Because that's, you know, that's kind of like when someone first sticks a camera in your face and they're like, record a video. And you're like, what? How, how do you bridge that gap? Yeah. So I can definitely relate because I'm nobody, but I hate talking about myself. Um, I can talk about being a virtual assistant. I can talk about all the other things, but talking about myself, I'm like, "Eh, you know, you don't want to hear it. You know, it's, it's nothing great. But, um, so I understand that. Um, and that's why I do these like two hour coaching calls and I just dig with them and like, what is your biggest lesson in life? What are the things that, you know, just asking those questions and kind of prying them open a little bit to 
And, and if they start with me, if they start just having a conversation with me and I can get it down on paper for them and almost just ask them to practice it a little bit, like pitching it and talking about themselves, talking about their story. That's why I offer the coaching because some people don't do that. You know, they're just brilliant. They have their own business. They're just working away, but as far as like pitching or talking about themselves, it's not something they do every day. So they do need a little bit of help yeah. opening up. And then how are you relating those stories to what you're doing with business and how you got here and why other people can do that too. Um, so it just takes a couple of, couple of calls, couple of good questions, couple of brainstorming sessions. And, you know, they do a couple of shows and they kind of practice it a little bit, understand the flow, understand what they want to talk about. And it just starts to starts to come natural, but it's like anything else. You've got to practice the conversation a little bit. You've got to know what you're talking about. Um, and if, if, if podcasting is definitely something that you want to do, you've got to do a couple of them. It's not, you're not going to see results after doing just one show, sure. you know, you really, you want to get in the groove of it. You want to meet more people. It's kind of like networking, you know? So, um, yeah, just having those coaching calls and really kind of diving into their lessons, their experiences, their mistakes, and really, um, forming that into a conversation for them. And then they feel comfortable. I love that. That's cool. I think networking is a really good way to describe it. It's like networking without the hassle. It's, yes. it's so, you kind of, you're going to reach a lot more people. They've already tuned in because they're interested in what you've got to say. And mm-hmm. then all they're asking you to do is talk about why they should listen to you. And mm-hmm. that's when you get that in your head, that it suddenly becomes a much more peaceful place to be. You're like, okay, I, I can do this. So speaking of prying people open, what's what's your motivation why do you do what you do what what's the reason if somebody's listening right now why should they work with you um i like i mentioned i have an entrepreneurial spirit so i'm always thinking about ways businesses can be better they can stay on top of stuff they can make more sales and for me seeing a business owner successful, um, and being like helping them get there or helping them reach that next milestone in their business and their career. It's just so rewarding to me. Um, because I'm doing the same thing. So I know the joy I feel Mm -hmm. and the excitement I feel when I get a new client, when I book them on a podcast, when I make that sale, when I help them reach their goals, like, I don't know. It's just something that's like in my blood. I'm kind of a little bit competitive with myself too. So I'm like, we've got to do the best and we've got to be the best. And so I want to share that drive with other entrepreneurs and I want that help them reach their goals. And if I can be a little part of that or a little part of their everyday or make it easier for them, give them more time. Like that's what drives me. I love it. I love it. And it's, you know, most of the stuff I do, it's not brain surgery. You know, it's very simple. Check your calendar, check your inbox, book you on podcasts, but without those small things, 
business owners can really fall behind, you know, and they can really, um, those little things on a day-to-day basis can really lead to a bigger, you know, bigger sale, having more time, reaching more clients, building more relationships for them. And so I, I see the benefit in having an assistant, having help, you know, and a lot of business owners, sometimes they know that they need it, but they don't, you know, they don't really ask for it or they don't see the benefit. But once they do, it's like, they're like, wow, I should have done this sooner, you know? And I'm like, yes, (laughs) I'm being helpful, you know? So I love it. Yeah. That's the best feedback for sure. And I think like as a business owner myself, you're so used to doing everything by yourself. The, the, the biggest barrier to overcome is getting somebody else to do it to the standard that you want it done to. And then when they show that they can, that's the best feeling ever because you suddenly feel like you've got half of your life back. So, yeah. And, and some business owners are, um, they don't, you know, they've been just doing everything, like you said, by themselves for so long that delegating can be hard. Mm. Communicating can be hard. And so as a virtual assistant, I'm not sitting in the desk next to them. So I have to set up a weekly call. Let's run through your to-do list. What can you give me? I can absolutely take that on, like give that to me so you can focus on other things. So there is, you know, sometimes I have to teach business owners, like you can, you can release that to me, you know, give it to me one time. Let me, let, let me show you what I can do. And then we can move forward that way. So there's a little bit of coaching in there too, you know, setting them up with a a good way to communicate, setting them up with how to delegate, what that looks like, you know, deadlines and meeting all that. So there's a little bit that goes into that as well. Yeah. So how does, uh, how does your next client get in touch? Um, I have, uh, they can send me an email page online VA at gmail.com or visit my website page online VA, um, So that would be great. Cool. Paige, you've been an awesome guest. Thanks so much for coming on the stay hungry podcast. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm going to share this with all my fans. I better, I better, <laughs> I better make sure I send you the recording. Nice one. 